a very good evening to you. another sweet and swing here on Max Radio. It is indeed Friday night. Would you believe September? My name's Howard Kane. A pleasure to have your company. What have we got? Continuing our look at black British swing from those early years. Bing and friends. Being sentimental. Been enjoying that. Bit of Gene Krupa by request to get us going. How about a Wang Wang Blues?
Ah, good way to get going. Enjoying that hiss from the needle on the old 78 there as well. Wang Wang Blues, Ben Pollock and the uh, boys. How are we all this evening, by the way? Trust you are uh, maintaining good health, I hope. Health and happiness, everything else is a bonus, isn't it? After your health and family, everything else is a bonus. That's what they say. I try to remember that in any case, and I hope you are healthy this Friday evening, even though, unbelievably, we are into September. Where did the summer go? I suspect it went very quickly because there wasn't a great deal of it. Sadly, as I thought, it was just the weeks at the beginning, but I'm not going to dwell on it. We're looking forward to the C word now, Christmas, yes. But before that, the joy of Hop Tune A. Yes, get your turnips out. <laughs> in the nicest sense. And the bobbing apples. Does anyone still do bobbing apples? Apples on a string? Coming up soon, end of October, I suppose, won't it? But in the meantime, it's the season of mists and mellow fruitfulness. And there have been plenty of mist this morning, particularly misty when I drove in this very morning. And uh, mellow fruitfulness, well, I enjoyed uh, potatoes from the garden last night and eggs from my hens and uh, some kale from the garden, some tomatoes from the garden, cucumbers. Yeah, relatively fruitful in the scale of things. Ben Pollock with... Uh, in that particular case, Ben's Bad Boys, doing Wang Wang Blues, I rather like, from a collection of the Jazz Age New York in the 20s. And the band, well, it might surprise you. So Ben himself, uh, of course, leading the band there, and uh, the likes of Jimmy McPartland on Cornet. Uh, but who would you think was on trombone? That's the question. Recognise the trombone player? Glenn Miller, would you believe? Yeah, Glenn Miller, before he became the Glenn Miller. The Glenn Miller everyone knew and loved and playing that fantastic swing music which was so easy on the ear and still sounds great today. And I think, I dare say, not that many people listen to Ben Pollock anymore. I'm pretty sure an awful lot of people still listen to Glenn Miller. What about this man? Henry Hall. Oh, Joanna. You still listen to Henry? Why not? <laughs> I like you for your manner, I like you for your eyes of dreamy blue. Oh, Joanna, don't be a hard-boiled hammer, but join me in a little bill and do. Oh, Joanna, although I'm not a tanner, the heart that beats for you is good and true. Oh, Joanna, I should like to shout Hosanna, Joanna, Alanna, you'll do. Join me in a little bill and coo. 
Henry Hall and Chorus with Les Allen on the vocals there. Les, of course, very popular singer, went freelance after joining Henry Hall in the early 30s. Uh, very popular he was, a bit of a pin-up in his day. It's uh, reported that during his time there, his good looks and the band's charisma when he was with Henry Hall, more than 50,000 50, items of fan mail in less than two years. I'll leave you to work out the uh, the mathematics on that one. However it goes, pretty good though, isn't it? 50,000 in two years, so 25,000 a year. So how many is that? Well, it's a lot. You Work it out yourself. It's too much for me at this time of night. Uh, performed with lots of bands, as well as running his own groups and released hundreds of records, both soloing and as a band member. He's actually born this side. He was born in a good old land and town, as they say, but brought up in Canada... And then he returned to England again during the late 20s. And he spent the next 20 years there before, yes, you've guessed it, went back, went back to Canada again and settled in Toronto. But he came back again in the 1950s. He did well for a British Airways, didn't he? Uh, for a reunion with Henry Hall and the BBC Dance Orchestra. I always feel like a bit of a sort of stick in the mud. I think, my life, you look... Look at some of these characters we enjoy here on Sweden Swing and you read a little bit about their biogs and what they got up to and some of the notes and you think, my lordy, they had some lives. I think mine in comparison seems pretty dull. Just sit here and play records and talk rubbish. Sums up my career, I think, one way or another. <laughs> Gene Cripper, talking to a man who doesn't speak rubbish, speaks a lot of good words, particularly on the man in line, uh, Mr Andy Wint, and a uh, great music fan, he of all sorts. And he confessed just en passant, as they say, in being a bit of a Gene Krupa fan back in the day. Well, even now, for that matter. Likes a bit of Gene Krupa. Uh, I was going to play him uh, Big Noise from Winnetka. Couldn't find it uh, at the moment. I'll find it next week. Uh, I will. So in the meantime, he said liked anything with a bit of thrash on it. And I thought, well, there's bound to be a bit of thrashing on the drums in a track entitled Drum Boogie.
That's right. There was a lot of drumming on it. <laughs> Good stuff. I hope that enjoyed. Uh, was was enjoyed by Mr. Wint, amongst others, Gene Krupa from the album. Hey, here's Gene Krupa. Gene on drums, Eddie Shue, tenor sax, and uh, also clarinet and trumpet. Dave McKenna on the piano. Wendell Marshall at the bass. Drum boogie. Yeah, good one, that. Uh, enjoy that. Might dig into a bit more Gene Krupa. And if I find um, Big Noise from Winnetka, we'll play that as well. It's a goodie, that, but uh, I thought I had it at my fingertips. But I don't, and I still haven't got round to alphabetically organising the uh, old maestro's collection up here at the Black Satanic Mill so I can see what's what. I just need a happy weekend of rain and nothing else to do and probably get it sorted in one, I dare say. It is H with you, sweet and swing, through to the top of the hour, and we'll think all things lovely. Those trumpets blow again 
all aglow again, taking a chance on love. Here I slide again, about to take that ride again, starry-eyed again, taking a chance on love. I thought that cards were a frame-up, I never would try, but now I'm taking the game up, and the ace of hearts is high. Things are mending now, I see a rainbow blending now, we'll have our happy ending now, taking a chance on Taking a chance on love. Ah, that's what we do all the time, I suppose, isn't it? And thought of a little new mini-series we can do. I dug this one out from the uh, aforementioned disorganised shelving. What is this thing called love? Cool love songs of the 30s and 40s. Sounds just what we need as we head into the uh, darker time of the year. A little bit of love. A perfect opportunity to fully appreciate the great musical performances of the 20s, 30s and 40s, it says, and also goes on to say how the uh, scratches might have all been carefully removed from the original albums. Well, we don't mind a few scratches here on Sweet and Swing. It's what it's all about, isn't it? I keep threatening to use this turntable to the left of me, but uh, one of these days, I just need more time. That's always the case, isn't it? More time, less to do, such as it is. Ella Fitzgerald now famous orchestra taking a chance on love, so we'll... We'll work our way through a little selection of those from that CD. What is this thing called love? Uh, so we go in order. Next week we'll have um, the King Cole Trio with Sweet Lorraine. That's a good track. Always enjoyed that one. Uh, and before that, what do we have? Oh, it's a little bit of um, 
I think it was a perfect combination again, wasn't it? What a perfect combination. It's Les Allen again, would you believe, with Henry Hall. Sounding quite different in that particular case. Speaking of quite different, from the swing to the sweet side of things, Ian Wallace. I don't know. If you're of a certain age, you'll remember him on my music. I was always sort of forced to watch it. It wasn't a favourite, but it was a favourite of the old Meister. I think Mum likes it as well. So my music, where Ian Wallace would feature and Dennis Norton and Frank Muir and such like, and Steve Race would be in the chair. And there would be all these various musical questions, mostly on sort of light music and light classics and such like, and a bit of jazz. Before the days of pop, you understand, or certainly before, they didn't go as far as pop music, I don't think, in any case. But this one's just called My Music by Ian Wallace. And when I saw he sang this song, well, seemed too good to miss. When I was a young man courting the girls, I played me a waiting game. If a maid refused me with tossing curls, I let the old earth take a couple of words While I plied her with tears in lieu of pearls And as time came around, she came my way As time came around, she came But it's a long, long while From May to December and the days grow short when you reach September and the autumn weather turns the leaves to flame and I haven't got time for the waiting game For the days dwindle down to a precious few. September, November, and these few precious days I'd spend with you. These golden days. I'd spend with you These golden days 
Ian Wallace with the September song and it's certain you can hear that synth background music sort of dated a bit doesn't it from the 1980s very sort of synthesised synth if you know what I mean I mean sometimes now in modern music you can't really tell whether it's a full string orchestra or synthesised strings whereas it's fairly clearly synthesised strings on that one 1989 I think that was recorded uh, he actually writes very nicely in the liner notes here while they're saying one of the great things about being my age, uh, sadly no longer with us of course, is the number of celebrations I'm asked to attend, retirement parties, ruby weddings, 80th birthday surprise parties and so on. The recording celebrates the fact I've been singing in public rather a long time, over 40 years professionally and long before that as an unpaid show-off. Uh, and he admits to being a great John McCormick fan. Uh, well, that's not a bad way to start off, is it? Um... Yeah, that was of older style, but very pleasant. Fits nicely into the sweet section of Sweet and Swing, I think. And uh, it does bring back memories of watching my music, it has to be said. Mary Nash and Keith Swallow uh, doing the piano, and also he mentions there uh, Mike Timoney, synthesizer extraordinaire, he says. Maybe you're wondering who are playing those stringy parts. Uh, very nicely, just of its time, I guess you would say. Now, we started last week another little mini-series on Black British Swing, a collection from the British uh, National Sound Archive of some of the great black bands you'd have never heard of in England's own jazz scene of the 30s and 40s, when there weren't that many black bands around, as we said, long before the Windrush generation coming in post-war. Uh, but there were some black musicians around, some very good ones as well. We had the great Ken Snakehips Johnson and his West Indian dance band last week. Uh, Ken sadly, of course, killed during the war. Uh, this week, how about this one then? Tap Your Feet, Leslie Thompson with Spike Hughes Orchestra. <laughs> Thank you. 
Tap your feet. Well, mine were going. I don't know about yours one way or another. Leslie Thompson, Spike Hughes Orchestra. Uh, Leslie on trumpets, Norman Payne and Jimmy McClaffrey on trombones. Lou Davis, Bill Mulraney on clarinet and alto. Sido and alto sax, Bill Amstel, tenor. The man I can never pronounce, Buddy Featherstonehaw. I've probably got that entirely wrong and I can never remember how to pronounce it properly. Uh, as well on tenor, uh, Eddie Carroll piano, Alan Ferguson guitar, Spike Hughes on double bass and Bill Harty. No relation to Russell as far as I'm aware. On the drums, recorded in April of 1931 in London. And Leslie Thompson, a multi-instrumentalist, wasn't just trumpet, he played a very prominent 1930s swing and stage musical trumpeter who played actually in Louis Armstrong's 1934 European touring band. So uh, little wonder he was hired by the American jazz legend for he'd been uh, building a reputation uh, for quite some time for Louis spotted him so a, a really good musician all round and multi-instrumentalist as he said he worked in the pit orchestras in the West End for quite some time uh, giving them as it notes a contemporary credibility and the successes included quite notably Noel Coward's uh, composed uh, or at least the Noel Coward composed and uh, Charles B. Cochran produced 1931 Review and Cavalcade uh, Spike Hughes there as well some great recordings on Decca and well, I hope you agree uh, very fine music so, uh, as well from Leslie playing the trumpet there went on for quite some time and yes an all round musician who again ask the name these days chances are no one will have heard of Leslie Thompson more from our little collection on that next week. In the meantime, a bit of Bing. This is another one we've been enjoying off and on dipping into for a few weeks. It's the sentimental side of Bing Crosby. And we had a blue moon the other day, didn't we? There's not going to be another one until 1937. Slightly confusing in as much as it's not blue. If anything, it's orange and a bit bigger. I don't know about you. I did see it, although... Maybe I just caught it at the wrong time. I believe it was best when it was just rising uh, to get it at its most spectacular. Because when I saw it, it didn't actually appear particularly blue or orange or large. And frankly, had I not known it was a blue moon, I would have just thought it was the moon as per. Either way, it's a good excuse to hear Bing singing the moon and the willow tree. Two friends, the strangest company, the gay, light-hearted moon and the willow tree, the sad willow tree, and when we meet, I notice suddenly. The moon begins to smile, but the willow tree starts weeping for me. Somehow I know it's about my love. The willow must doubt my love will ever appear. The moon 
seems to say my love will soon be here which one is right they never quite agree the smiling moon and the weeping willow tree It's about my love The willow must doubt my love Will ever appear And yet the moon Seems to say My love will soon be here Which one is right They never quite agree The smiling moon And the weeping willow tree Hmm, love that little guitar sort of a glissando at the end there. Not quite a glissando, but you know what I mean. Dropping down. Lovely. The moon and the willow tree, the sad old willow tree. And, uh, well, yes, the sad old moon as well. I suppose the moon can be anything. It can be cheerful, it can be sad, it can be wistful, depending on how you look at it, magical, whatever. But the blue moon, apparently, we won't see again until 1937. So if you didn't see it this time, um, or bad luck, quite a long wait to the next one. Although I have to say, like I said, it wasn't quite as spectacular as I thought it was going to be. I think you catch them low down, as I say. I have seen a few moons in my time, and no doubt you have as well. Normally low on the horizon, when they do appear enormous. And you think, my lordy, we've suddenly moved a few thousand miles closer to the moon. And that it seems to be almost as you know as big as the Earth itself. But uh, it's all just a bit of an illusion. But yeah, I caught it. It looked lovely, very pretty. But had I not known, I don't think I would have seen any difference one way or the other. Oh, well, never mind. Bit of Big Ben, Ben Webster. Can never go wrong with a bit of Ben with the uh, wonderful hat, that fantastic breathy tone he has. Very much to the fore here and evidence on this one. Lover, come back to me. A slightly long one we can stretch out to, so if you want to go and refill your glass, your mug, put the kettle on, get the Jaffa cakes out, Slice some cheese on your late night bicky. Now's the time to do it as Ben launches into this one and just catch this great breathy tone. Mm-hmm. 
Told you it was breathy. Wonderful stuff, isn't it? Ben Webster and friends with Ben on the tenor sax. Lover, come back to me. Can't go wrong with a bit of uh, Ben Webster, I must admit. And uh, there's a wonderful one, live one, I remember listening to years ago. And uh, it's sort of the beginning of it. It's recorded live in the beginning of it. Uh, the, the tape keeps sort of dropping in and out a little bit and you can almost hear someone knocking the side of the tape recorder trying to get it going again. But, yeah, doesn't make uh, doesn't make any difference to the recording overall. Still sounds absolutely wonderful. Ben on tenor, Oscar Peterson piano, Ray Brown bass, Herb Ellis guitar, Stan Levy drums. No wonder it was good. <laughs> ending on that one. The uh, love is good for anything that ails you. Well, of course it is. 
who wouldn't. Phyllis Robbins taking the vocals on that one. Phyllis, a lifelong blonde in her performance and professionally, actually a brunette. And uh, it's reported, went to the hairdresser every single day in order to stay that perfect blonde. Henry Hall said afterwards, the best singer I've ever had. That's not a bad recommendation. Same time, same place, next week. See you there. Cheerio. La, 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 la.